All right. Uh, we've determined our quorum. Next item up is to approve the minutes of the preceding meeting from August 12th. Do we have any discussion? I didn't see anything. I don't need it. Okay. We have a motion to accept. I move to accept. Second. No second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Next item up would be items not on the agenda for public comment. Do we have anyone from the public that would like to bring any topic up? Zoom? No one in the waiting room? All right. All right, we'll move on to our next item. Items for discussion and action. First item is the FAA IDOT projects. So, Mike. Well, the big thing that we talked about last month was the approaches. Uh, we do have some updates, however, not very friendly updates. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, finally, at least got to an FAA point where we had somebody that was helping us. Uh, Jimmy Hughes at, at uh, was he at Fort Worth or Oklahoma City? I think he's in Oak City, but I'm not 100% yeah. sure. Chris has been. Uh, has the address. I uh, phone anyway, at least he gave us a direction. We got our stuff submitted. Uh, he tried to kick up the information to flight procedures to unlock the, the blocked segments of our approaches that we could get back. However, he also was told uh, because it's been so long since they've been not available, flight procedures wants to, uh, is requiring a flight check to get them back. Mm. Uh, and about that time, I went ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, poor Carl. Carl got a, the brunt of my frustration. But uh, um, yeah, so information that, I mean, he, he's been great. The last two days, we've learned more than we have in the last two freaking years. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, that's where we're at. So the, the positive thing, if there is a positive thing, we, we can tack all of that onto the work we're doing. So the flight check occurs when they do the two five end for mm -hmm. the threshold still, still means we're a year out from getting everything back, but they can do it in one flight, but they can do it at the same time. They're doing all of that. Otherwise we'd be waiting three more years. Good. Lord. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that's, I have shared my frustration with about anybody I could get a hold of that might be able to do anything because yeah, we, we talked to Jimmy this morning with the full expectation that since he had what he needed to take them off of the list, that it was just days until they would be back. And his answer was no uh, flight procedure says now you got to do a flight check. And uh, so um, yeah, none of us were very happy to hear that, but I don't know if there's a way around that. I, I was under the impression there's not much way around that. I don't know of any. Well, on, on what basis are they saying that they have to do a flight check? Like, where is this codified anywhere that says X days elapse since they're taken away via NOTAM or whatever? And then have they, have they, they haven't divulged? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, the dates that the NOTAMs actually came up were 2016. So I did have an error in my memo because I think I said 2018. Uh, uh, so, the, I mean, they have been out there for quite a while. Yeah. And from that standpoint, I can sort of see it. But at the same time, throughout all of this process, we've always been told that you get your stuff down, you submit your data, you get your stuff back. And up until, to, well... 
Jimmy thought it might be an issue. Uh, I talked to him yesterday and then confirmed it today because he was he submitted everything that because of the, the lag time since all of that went down to now, um, flight procedures requiring this. Like, so wait, hold up. Has it been 2016 since we've had a certain approach? Is that what yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've been down for quite a while. Well, but hold on to that thought because we have circling approaches daytime today. Yeah. It's the same approach. It's just at night. The problem is during the, because it's all, it's all part of the 20 to one, the visual area around the runway. So during the day, you can see all the things you've got to light up at night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so at night in theory, you can't see it because it's dark and there's, there's no lights because they're trees. Yeah. So what do they do? They fly during the day or do they have to fly it at night. I mean, as far as flight check goes, though, though it'll be during the day because they operate during the day, but it's, it's, it's radar based. Okay. So they come in, they have a, like a King Air or something that's outfitted with whatever they have on it. Yeah. Well, Warren, we just got told that they have to fly our approaches. To oh, no. Night okay. circling. Actually, I read the letter and thought, oh, great. Yeah. I thought it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. Basically, I did have a question that they, when they fly it next year, has been several years. You know, I mean, as many things as there are around the airport, there's always the concern that when they fly it, they'll find one yeah. or two or something that hasn't been identified. What happens then? Uh, and what Jimmy did tell Chris and I earlier today is, if you can get stuff done within, say, you know, a few months of when. They identify it, but they probably that they should not, and in the past have not required a flight check. The reason they said a flight check on this is because of the elapsed time. So, when did you join the commission? <laughs> 2017, apparently, because I signed the, I signed the the. Uh, the strategic plan yeah, <laughs> okay. thing. I was, I was like, who signed that? I was like, oh, that's my chicken scratch. So a while. <laughs> this is painful. It's, it's absolutely frustrating. I have never been more frustrating working with the FAA than this process. And the fact that for the last two years, we could have been told, hey, you're going to need to flight check this stuff and we get in the queue and been done with it. Yeah. Thank God we got another one coming up. So, no. that, and that, that's having this knowledge. So when we finish, when we displace the threshold on one seven to do that physical, we're going to go ahead and Mike and I are going to talk with the FAA and get a, a pretty solid timeline on when those actual physical changes will happen, and then get in the queue for the flight check of that. Mm-hmm. Um, because once again, what you know, under the old understanding we had from the FAA, when we would have finished that physical, they would have never had not in the past have told us that they needed a flight check. So we would have relocated the threshold, extended on the south end of one two three zero, and said, "Okay, we're ready. Give us our approaches." And they said, "Oh, get in the queue for a flight check." Now we know to get in the queue for that one too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Well, we appreciate you following up on that. Knowledge yeah, is better you. than ignorance. So, um, yeah, we just understand, and I think we do now a lot better. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's frustrating all around. Um, 
If I had any better thoughts on how to get it forward earlier, I would be happy to throw them out there, but I'm kind of at a loss along with everybody else. Well, I mean, I did throw out the like nuclear option of getting Congress. And yeah, I'm not sure that I want to do that either. Yeah. That, that I don't think, I, no, I, I don't think not really if we've got for... a, if, if let me put it this way, if they told, if we didn't have this relocation pro, re, threshold relocation project and they said, yeah, it's going to be three years till you can turn them on. I'd be going ballistic at yeah. the Congressman's office, but since we at least have a viable path in a year, I mean, Matt's not going to be happy about it. He's probably not already not happy about it, but you know, he doesn't know yet. Oh, well, let's not tell him that <laughs> just yet. He's already not getting sleep one, at night. One thing that was interesting to us is that after talking with Jimmy, uh, and I, and I did find his address, he's in Fort Worth, but after talking to him, I think he was as surprised they needed to flight check it as we were. Um, so, I, you know, within the FAA, different different uh, areas of the FAA don't, aren't always, and, you know, in touch with what the requirements are. And he said, I was under the impression that that has always been that way, and he thinks it changed because of legal concerns and, and uh, when in the past. So that's that's the update on the approach status. Outside of that, everything else, the uh, obstruction mitigation work, the uh, contractor redoing a couple of trees has been out. They've done that. Um, I think there's a couple of yards that just need re uh, reseeded. And we should be able to close out both uh, phase one and phase two contracts. Um, and we're waiting for primarily for the fiscal year to turn over in the FA to know whether or not they have money and when we can bid our uh, relocation project again. That should be any day now. I would. Well, the uh, fiscal year changes October 1st. Oh, okay. So, right. so we should have some information by the next commission meeting. I maybe? hope so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're, we're running into the complications and now it's also congressional appropriation and budgets yeah. and all of that fun stuff again for the new fiscal year. Um, but we'll, uh, we're trying to work up a, a, a conference call with them next week just to go over all of this again and just basically restress how much we need to get this thing bid so that contractors and everybody can get material supplied because the hurricane made things even worse yeah. down south. Yeah. So all right, any other questions on obstruction mitigation? What about um, 257 and 25 relocated? No, I think he was just talking about getting it okay. waiting for the, the waiting for the the Uncle Sam to get it sorted so we can bid. All right. Carly, got anything else? I don't have anything else other than just kind of an update. Uh, Shane told me he expects to get the state grants out hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, well, I guess I took that item completely off. But yeah, uh, state grants are still coming. I had one other question for you, Carl. This is Warren uh, about the LED lights. Have you looked into what that would? Might cost us. 
I, I will look into that before Mike and I talk to the FAA and I'll bring that up to them. Okay. I don't have the cost yet one. Okay. We did get far enough that there's really no, um, my vocabulary just left me. Interchange. Kits yeah. mm -hmm. is what I'm looking for okay. uh, to, to turn them into like, so you got to go through the whole fixture again. Mm -hmm. That increases. Yeah, that. you could reuse the base cans and the conduit and that, but, uh, just but yeah, it would fixture. be probably just the cost of switching the yeah. fixtures out, but yeah. that might be reasonable too. So. Yeah. And the fixtures would have the heat hook up to it. They come with they, they come with that. That's an optional thing that can come with it. So it, 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 uh, it I'm, I wonder if you really need it. something to think about because you know LED lights aren't cold either. They get snow or ice built <clears throat> up around them. They can. It, it, a lot of it depends on what kind of storm you're getting. Yeah. And uh, the last conversation I had with uh, one of the folks from Waterloo that they they had. Um, actually just done LEDs without the heaters because the couple of storms we do get in a given year mm -hmm. um, aren't significant to where they're, they're causing that ice buildup on, on lenses. So maybe something we can take a look at if we go down that route. Yeah, that, that's my suspicion. And if you put your- Des Moines, for example, has the heaters on their primary runway, but on the Crossman runway taxiways, they do not. That makes sense. So if the uh, ice is significant enough, they do have their primary they could land on that wouldn't ice over, but the rest they've decided to not go with them in Des Moines. No. Well, especially with all of the changes of weather, we don't know if we're getting more ice storms or what's going yeah. to be going on. So. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know, Carl, if, if you get, get the heated option, whether the heat can be turned on or off remotely, or is it just, it's always on? I, I think it, it's not always on, but it's on, I think it's on like an interior little micro thermostat or something, sort of sort of temperature comes on with, um, okay. so um, during, the, during the summer when it's not needed, I don't believe it's always on, yeah, but I know that, uh, you know, in the winter when it gets colder, then it comes on, and so the, the voltage draw is roughly the same as a regular incandescent or quartz light with it on. Right, yeah. Which is what we're trying to avoid. Right. <laughs> okay. Not to change the subject away from LED lights, but any uh, any update for us on the parking lot? Uh, Not budget? a Okay. Okay. Any other questions by members on projects? No. Why don't we move to airport operations? Right. Carl, I'm going to let you go then. Okay. Thank you, everyone. And did, uh, did, did you meet Joe? Joe is here. <laughs> okay. Joe, uh, Joe and I work together. So he was filling in since I couldn't be there tonight. So if you have questions, uh, Joe can help you also. All right. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Carl. Bye. I noticed Bye. you. Nodding over there, Joe. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything <laughs> else? The words right out of my mouth. Anything else? Anything else to add about? And you feel like the uh, heat heating pipe is so needed? Um, there, there is a manufacturer who does make a uh, LED light system. I believe it's Astronics. 
They make one that they say they don't need the heaters, but it still acts like the heater is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other companies uh, do not say the same thing. Um, you know, it's a maintenance procedure. So, you know, if you do get build up of snow around them, if you are able to go out and dust them off, um, you will have a savings by not having the heaters because the heat will be similar to incandes- the incandescent light bulbs as far as the load. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it's all in your preference on what you want to do there. I mean, and put, and put what your, your operations a, can support. Put your hand on an incandescent replacement LED mm-hmm. bulb and they're quite warm. Yes. You know, you'd think yeah. they'd be good enough 95% of the time. Maybe spritz them with a little glycol. You know. <laughs> I, I have heard stories of the incandescent light bulbs where they get huge snow drifts around them, about a park hole being in the middle. I've never yeah. seen it myself, but that being there and with the LED lights, sometimes they'll pack in tighter. I don't, quite, I don't know if you've seen that out here. But what I don't know that we've had it. anything that deep around the lights that we've seen that effect. But I, mean, I, I don't know how clear your runway stays, but if your runway stays fairly clean, you know, without the heaters, if you're willing to, you know, go out and clean them off for if you have to for those one or two storm events, might be a viable option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's what I would something think. that would fall on jet air. And typically, though, yeah. when we get those storm events, we also get wind, and the wind seems to keep the, keep you know, clear. Keep things <laughs> clear. So. Yeah. yeah. Now with the new block. What's that? Now with the new truck that we have, so it's clean, right? Yeah. <laughs> truck, probably. I would point out there. what Carl said. Moines is doing it on their non-primary <clears throat> or secondary runway. Obviously, it must not be too big of an issue. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great example of you know that they're able to deal with it um, and get that savings there. Mm-hmm. Having the personnel to clean them out if on, if if necessary helps too because right. you're talking a, a line of you know a hundred and some lights, light fixtures, and depending on how much you got to clean off, it it gets pretty right. tedious. <clears throat> Probably but, we'd save money as well and not having to replace the bulbs all the time. LED bulbs would be good for 12,000 hours or something. So. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about lights. Yeah. Um, all right, back to operations. Um, this one, um, I've got a couple of things coming up, but one of the things that I talked to Scott about earlier um, was taking a run through the strategic plan. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some new commission members on the, 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 the board that might not have seen this before. Um, and then other than that, uh, uh, as you can see, this is a strategic plan that's a five-year plan put together and actually put together in 2017, but uh, covers 2019 to 2023. So we're, we're, a little, we're not quite halfway through it. Um, maybe about halfway, um, but uh, uh, yeah, because we just started fiscal year 22. Um, outside of that, I did want to, I don't think I'm going to find it, so I'll have to do it the hard copy way. Um, this process w- was put together through a uh, consultant and we used uh, uh, Bailey leadership by Regina Bailey. She's a former uh, city council member and mayor and uh, runs a, a leadership group, but also does kind of the professional planning uh, side of things and was a great help. And having somebody that understood how the city operates was, is, is a beneficial for this process anyway. But uh, ultimately, um, 
during that time, and even even a couple of times before that, the the airport commission had refined the, the vision statements and the mission uh, mission statements, and uh, more or less just wanted to really focus in on the. I think there's six different goals and strategies, and and talk a little bit about those and. Uh, I heard some conversation earlier about some of them, but the first one, uh, uh, probably the biggest one, is it has a lot of lot of uh, sub uh, sub uh, subtasks, if you will. Um, is a, a goal number one, and I'm on page 33 of the pen. So, if anybody's looking at the you. Um, and it's it's the communication side of things, communicating with city council, city administration, um, other opportunities to work with city departments, uh, things like that. Uh, one of the things we haven't really been that great on upkeeping is our conversations with the city council. Um, I do budget presentations, I do capital improvement presentations, um, but generally we uh, we have in the past tried to get new commission members up to the city council just to say hi. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm who you appointed. Nice to meet everybody. Put a put a name and a face uh, together, and um, I know for the last couple of commission members, we haven't uh, exactly gotten that done. Mm -hmm. um, COVID also is one of those things that, and when everybody went online, it just crushed the system. <laughs> so uh, that was one where you know, a lot easier just to. You know, not worry about it. Let the council focus on the things they they were trying to focus on and uh, go from there. But uh, outside of that, um, I do attend our city staff meetings. I do uh, attend other you know city meetings as needed. Um, I'll work with like planning and uh, development and and do uh, help with building development reviews and airspace questions and all of those fun things when somebody wants to build a. 15-story apartment building downtown or something. Um, so we are, um, we do have eyes out there and, and it's taken me a while, but uh, uh, the, the planning and, and development group have kind of done a really good job of getting educated on the airport codes and airspaces around the airport. So a lot of stuff that they have questions on, they, uh, you know, reach out to me, um, you know, as things are getting thought of and, and in that in that review process before, uh, you know, they get to like the council level where they're going for final approvals. And we have to raise a flag that says, hey, no. Um, um, annual report, I'm actually working on our current one. Uh, uh, so I'll probably have that ready for you next one. Uh, next month. Um, that one, uh, what we look at is we look at the, the prior fiscal year that just ended. So this one will cover fiscal year 21. And then typically the calendar year before that for construction, uh, just because construction and fiscal years um, kind of uh, have two different cycles on them, um, where all of our construction season work is in, is in the same calendar year, but it'll actually span two fiscal years. So it, it's kind of easier to uh, do it that way, and we can talk about each uh, individually. Um, I mentioned uh, one of the things coming up is is budget season. Uh, budget season has already started, and you've got some other stuff in the packet that we'll touch on. But uh, start off with capital improvement program discussions. Um, um, uh, that happens uh, basically over the next month, and then we go to the operational budget. Uh, about the month after that, and then uh, usually about Thanksgiving, the, the draft budget is being published for 
city council to review and ultimately at the beginning of the year they uh, adopt. Um, uh, tours, uh, we do still do tours at the airport. Uh, typically Jet Air handles that and, and a lot of the large reason why Jet Air handles the tours is because they're looking through their stuff. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, when people are out here giving tours, they like to see the airplanes, they like to see the shop, they, uh, and all of that is managed by Jet Air. So to make it easy on everybody, uh, Jet Air coordinates the tours and takes care of that. Um, and then over the last, you know, few years, we have been able to work with like Parks and Rec and Streets and other departments to do some improvements out here. We still invite council members and legislators and everybody that we possibly can that has an impact on airport operations out for tours. Uh, that that hasn't ever changed. Um, whether or not council members take us up on the offer for is is a different story. Um, so, in terms of the, um, I'll say the gaps in goal one is that just the. Uh, visibility of airport commission members to the council is that pretty much the only place? I, I think that's probably the biggest one is, is where we've been lacking it's just getting commission members up in front of uh, council so they can put names and faces together and, uh, you know it's always nice because then then if we do have some crisis it's easier to uh, you know just they, they've seen us they know that, that we're we've got the airport under you know mm -hmm. generally good good management and good operations and, you know, uh, it doesn't turn into a situation where the only time they see somebody representing the airport is either asking for money or asking for, you know, something because something, you know, critical happened. So in terms of meeting that part of the goal, would that be kind of on you as our liaison to the city or? Well, I mean, it's probably, uh, we should sit down and maybe the commission as a collective just, uh, uh, maybe plan like once every couple of months, just somebody rotates and says hi to the, the council members mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, sometimes it's easier when you get the, the new folks, they can take a month. And and, and it's not, um, it's not anything big that we do. It's just, uh, they, they have a, you know, just like we do, they have a period for public comment kind of stuff now on the agenda. All you do is uh, say, hi, I'm on the agenda or I'm on the airport commission, maybe a little bit about why you applied and, that's it. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, pretty much just an intro. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I think we should do that. Mm -hmm. So did we borrowed it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure we need a motion. Kind of, I think, yeah. No, we just, we just we just need to do it. Yeah. I mean, we committed to doing it twice a year. Um, we haven't done that. The last time I think it actually happened was when Chris and Bob went down with the strategic plan because that was one of the things we did was we were going to say, hey, we have one. Yep. By the way, I'm Chris and Bob, and I don't think we've done it since. I don't think we have either. Uh, so, well, actually, the only time – there was that one time that we had, like, the new city council orientation, and I went in your place. Yeah, That's probably about the closest that we can say <laughs> we've done it. Mm -hmm. So – so do we need to do it as 
the group or can we just say i'll go to the next one or? i think we send two so that we don't run into mm. yeah we're having a public meeting to to uh, save the coordination next time there's a city council meeting or something sure we could work i don't have i don't have the council schedule in front of me but uh, i will get that and what i would suggest is maybe just uh get the schedule together and maybe put together a quick um Oh, one of those, what do they call those little surveys? Like what dates could I attend? Oh, like a, a, mm-hmm. a doodle poll? A doodle poll, yeah, yeah a doodle poll be good. Just okay. kind of that, that way we can at least get a look at our calendars. Okay. And see okay. Sure. And we don't need to spam them with our presence, but we committed to doing it twice yeah. a year. Yeah. I mean, we should. Yeah. And, I don't know. You know maybe maybe twice a year is too much. They, they still see me during budget season yeah. for presentations. Well, and if there's a one particular meeting that might, like make the most sense if you could give us some visibility on that too. Yeah. That'd be helpful. Okay. So goal two. Goal two was uh, all about the money. Mm-hmm. Um, developing and maintaining funding mechanisms for airport operations and facility improvements. I mean, typically that means just going after grants, uh, keeping the, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily our goal to have a, a self-sufficient operating budget, but that's more or less been the city's goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but for the last, I don't know, five, five fiscal years, we've been operationally self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's just making sure we're, we maintain our budgets and uh, this will probably have some conversation next month because I am going to propose some changes to the fuel slowage fees for the commission and uh, the commission needs to probably talk about that and have a good, a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fully expect uh, you know pushback on that as one would expect. From us or no, from, from the, the folks that it's going to impact. impact approach. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so, no, uh, but I mean, we we have the FAA plan that gives us uh, grant funding. We have the state program that gives us grant funding, even if we don't get projects every year. We have been applying. Um, we do keep our eyes out, ears open for other grant sources even though they're not necessarily typical um just a lot of it because there's dedicated programs for aviation most of the other programs really don't uh let aviation things rank high when when they get in front of them so there's not a parking lot grant not really a parking lot grant yeah uh, some airports have uh, have used rise money for like roadways and things like that, so that's out there, but not really for parking lots. Uh, uh, goal number three: increasing the airport for aviation and other community uses. I think that has a lot to do with uh, just. The expanding facilities, uh, uh, parallel taxiway, making operations on the airfield more efficient. Uh, we bought a flight simulator yep. that uh, helped contribute to uh, making the airport a little bit more friendly to pilots, training. Um, Matt does occasionally host events with uh, Jet Air in the hangars. We do the pancake breakfast, things like that. Uh, 
uh, COVID brought us the opportunity to host the Summer of the Arts group and, and drive in movies. So that's been new. Uh, we've also got the, the autocross club that runs on the south end of the airport. That's been new. Um, yes, playground's <laughs> fun. Yeah. The, play, yeah, the, the, the playground yeah, park. Don't yeah. overlook the website. Oh, yeah, yep. we got the website. Website's yeah. been completed. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've made a huge strides. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Goal number four, maintaining the safety and aesthetic appeal of the airport. I mean, obviously, the, the FAA projects we've done the last couple of years have been uh, specifically safety and clearing up our approaches and uh, making sure aircraft can operate safely, but we've also, uh, you know, we, we uh, just in the last month or so, we started talking about maybe doing murals on the mm -hmm. hangar buildings, mm -hmm. um, a couple other build, uh, uh, the terminal building, which uh, we'll talk about in a second here. Um, uh, we yes. did work on Riverside Drive to open up the that view so you could see the jet from all directions and our entrance was a, a little bit cleaner and easier to see. Um, and you can see the word airport now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we did get out there and we trimmed back uh, after talking with Parks and Rec to make sure we weren't going to kill anything. Uh, we did trim yes. back the uh, the grasses that were planted out there. We did paint the hangars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2018? 2018. Yeah. I get trail slash wide sidewalk as it says, but I guess the city is <laughs> going to do that intersection first. Yeah. Speaking so, of which, now the other trails out of commission too. I can't get here on the bike. Can't. Uh, there's, it's almost an impossibility now to get to, to, to ride your bicycle to the airport. Why is that? So you could take the trail. Uh, what is the trail that takes down to Terry Trueblood? Yeah. But there's a washout. Oh, it's a washout uh, underneath, like right where the railroad bridge is. Yeah. Oh, it's washed out there. Oh. And just looking at the washout, I don't expect they'll get that fixed until next year. So, yeah, we can't can't really get here anymore. Yeah, it's too bad. Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was walking that trail towards the from Terry Trudeau towards the railroad bridge. They had a fence across it, mm -hmm. but maybe it's just some temporary work we've done. Yeah, you don't want to walk on that sidewalk. There's yeah. nothing supporting it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Great. Great. So is there, again, we've tried. Um, yeah. Is there something else we can do? Any Anyone got any ideas? Short of funding it ourselves, um, not really. Mm -hmm. Pretty well, so far, and then the, the last goal that's on the list is implementing the master plan, which is kind of kind of the, the chain of events that we've been doing. Yeah. So you talked about potential uh, or possibility of refreshing this, given that we're kind of coming up uh, toward the end of our time frame here. And yeah, uh, with this done. with this running through twenty three, uh, unless the airport commission has an interest of doing it sooner. I probably say next summer we'll be looking at uh, maybe kicking off the process and um, starting work on an update for, for that development. Good. Yep. Which I'd be supportive of. That was it was a really good exercise about 
prioritization and forces you to relook at the master plan and figure yeah. out what we've done and what we haven't that we, you know, send to the FAA. And it's just a good exercise. Any other questions or discussion? Thanks, Mike, for bringing that up. That was very helpful for me, especially. So. And I didn't know much about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, it's a good plan to have. Um, actually, what, we're one of the only airports in the state that has a five-year strategic plan. Mm -hmm. uh, every, I mean, everybody has a, a airport master plan. That's an FAA document, but rarely have airports gone to, to shrink that down into, into something a little bit more. I don't remember what year I did it, but I did a presentation at the state conference based on, on uh, this uh, process and just kind of how the airport got revitalized after kind of the mid early 2000s. Yeah. So that's a really nice that for the site question. No, absolutely. Well, research as well at this question. Yep. We should think about that at the same time. All right. Well, there's no other discussion. We'll move on to budget. Um, I'm going to pass this around for folks to look at, but uh, talk a little bit about the same thing. I believe, Judy, you had gone to the uh, public art meeting that was a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Um, I don't know if you wanted to start there or talk about that first. Um, well, I went and I presented. Um, the main ideas that we had a large area that they could use, that it was a, an entrance from the southern part of the city to come into it. It's also a major entrance for the airport. I talked about the economic impact of the airport for the area, um, you know, and a, a little bit of uh, why the airport was important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that the paint was relatively new, so they wouldn't have to start with a base paint, um, that there would be other things that we could come up with later, but that this would not have to have a lot of detail because you're seeing it from so far away. Mm -hmm. uh, they could even have multiple artists have different parts of it. Uh, the city would, the art, they asked if we had already had an artist in mind and what we wanted, and I said, no, uh, we would like it to do the history or something about the airport history if possible, um, but we did not have anybody in specific that the art group would be doing that. They would, you know, we would like to have some input when they come up with some designs or something, you know, whether we liked it or not, mm -hmm. but that it would definitely be something that the city um, would have control over. And that was about it. They let me go ahead of all of these things that we're gonna have a long discussion, <laughs> <laughs> which was nice. Um, so are they going to let us know? Um, it's it's going. It'll probably be next <clears throat> spring or something before they get around to this this part of it. Um, Which is good for us because we got yeah. doors to install. Uh, yeah. Before we can yeah. do anything anymore. They're so. not going to paint during the winter anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it would be they take care of trying to get the artist trying to do all of that stuff. So. Um, and they were glad that they had control over it. Mm -hmm. 
they preferred that they had control over it. <laughs> we, just, we just want the ability to veto. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly, yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think it went well. The vote, they did ask um, whether what the cost was. And Marcia said that um, they could come up with an estimate based on the um, square footage. Well, the ref. What is it? The refuge building they just did. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. restore building. One of the buildings they just did. Oh. Yeah. Um, is about half. That's like 150 feet, not mm -hmm. just 300 feet. So she said they could come up with sort of a rough estimate, but with it not having to be as detailed, then it would make it easier too. Mm -hmm. So um, they seem pleased with that. <laughs> yeah. Great. We'll keep yeah. keep tabs with Mark. Oh yeah. But the other half of that, we talked about doing something with the old uh, baggage check yeah. window. Um, um, that was a mock that that uh, one of the companies I talked to gave me uh, using one of the clothes that Fuel had previously uh, developed for us. And I have reached out to Fuel and they've got a couple of ideas too. But uh, in general, what we're looking at is probably about $1,000 for, for the work to do just like a, a metal sign, a laminate sign so that you don't get the peeling, uh, things like that. But uh, um, we would have to do a little a couple hundred dollars worth of work to replace the existing uh, plywood that's on there and kind of get everything resealed up and uh, in better condition to accept something on top of it. Which is going to need to be done anyway. Yeah, it's going to need to be done anyway. That, that, but that part's not really a, a question. In my view, um, that is worth every dollar we would spend on. Yeah, absolutely. I think it should be. Um, the one comment that Fuel had when I talked to them, um, because I, I reached out to them for other uh sign printing folks because I was not having good luck on getting anybody to return phone calls or, <laughs> uh, yeah. but they also suggested taking a look at our directional sign out there and, yeah. and doing something at the same time. Oh yeah. Um, that would potentially be a good idea because so, that's looking pretty rough. They didn't have the timing. They didn't have enough time to put things together for the meeting tonight. So um, I'm hoping at the next meeting we'll have, uh, kind of a mini a mini show and tell from fuel on, on options but okay. you know they came up with the same you know we can do the logo on that on that square mm -hmm. uh, or we could have a mini mural or or you know something it really depends on one, one thing i would recommend on whatever we end up doing uh, if fuel is going to be engaged i would appreciate their kind of artistic yes on it yeah. to make sure because they did a great job on the mm -hmm. website they did a great job mm -hmm. on the logo Yep. Um, it's easy to mess something like this up. Uh, so it's nice to have someone who really knows what they're doing from a design perspective. I'm looking at that and I think it would be nice if we didn't have a stark white background. <laughs> so, <laughs> something that might... I wanted to go aluminum to match the window frames. So that would be something... That, something yeah, that, that one happened to be literally the, the logo I had sent them because yeah. 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 uh, all of the logos I had from the original creation had some background. Mm. I didn't have anything that was... Clear essentially, yeah. either that or uh, off white, or off white or something. Or something. Yeah, slight, slight gray. You could even put a <laughs> slight <laughs> pink match the you could even the put brick. a slight yeah. pattern to it, so brick like pattern. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that was that was more of a scale photo, but mm -hmm. I mean, gives you yeah gives you a good doing. idea of what it looks like, which is is I think that's you know great. the goal at this point. But yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be anything super expensive. Maybe yeah. maybe a, a duplicate effort for that's what I did last time. There you go. They, uh, so that was the aluminum one. Okay. Yeah. And I, I used uh, 
Pip up here to do my neighborhood oh, yeah. signs that I that I've set out big metal things. Yeah. And to, those cost me like thirty or forty, maybe fifty dollars each, and all and all it had was kind of kind neighborhood news, and then it was in a frame that you yep. stick in the ground. So if that's that's a great price because that's a really big area too <laughs> to have it all done. Yeah, I think that's very reasonable. Good. How much so, do you say it will be? Uh, about $1,000. Yeah, that's probably thicker than the stuff that we mm -hmm. had. Um, do we need to do a motion or anything? For that, or well, I want, before it? we move on this one, I want to kind of give Fuel a chance mm -hmm. to put their thoughts together. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we still have the option of going this route. No, but, we need to. But I think. I think, yeah, yeah. I think having those guys take is correct. Yeah, I agree that yeah, it needs to be this money well spent. Yeah, because that's been an eyesore since it wasn't a baggage store. This has actually been brought up before the last several years. This is the first time. Yeah, so it's time to do something. So that's it. As far as the budget in your packet, was the CIP called? call letter for um, our submittal of our CIP program for the, uh, the next fiscal year to the city. Um, you know, we just kind of kind of wanted to use that to start triggering the thoughts on budget, especially the operational stuff. Uh, typically the budget uh, committee consists of the chair and the secretary um, and then myself. So we go through, I have a, a line item spreadsheet of our budget for almost as far back as I've been here. Um, the way I have it, I, at least I hope it's a little bit easier to read than what the city documents kind of print out. Um, but uh, I mean, you can look through, you can look back and you can see the history of, of different accounts and where spending has been. But primarily from the commission level, if you've got things, I know the parking lot is kind of the thing we've been talking about, uh, which I, 99% sure we can work into the budget. Um, uh, but if there's anything else you've seen around or other updates, or we're talking about the murals, mm -hmm. um, probably putting aside some money for the fiscal year for uh, our strategic plan study, um, things like that. Anything else that you might want to talk about or think about? Um, uh, you know, having that in the next few weeks would really help to be able to research uh, potential pricing and and if we have to prioritize some stuff, uh, give the airport commission kind of a chance to to do that before we really turn everything in. Otherwise, uh, you know, we'll, you know, as far as the FAA and the state programs, we kind of turn those in based on uh, just where we're at in the airport mm -hmm. the airport. Uh, uh, master plan and, and uh, projects. So one of the things I'd like to see, you know, as we start one of those things together, kind of getting back to goal four um, is, you know, we've got a lot of ideas for land side here. Can we get all of those into a kind of a, a master plan? You know, what is it that, you know, 20 years from now, we want this to look like out front. And that way you can say, all right, we want it to look like this. And the first thing we got to get done is the parking lot. And oh, Parking lot's already laid out. Yep, we know where it goes so that we don't end up putting it somewhere and then realizing a few years later, shoot, wish we hadn't put it there because we wanted to do this. Um, that's just something I'd like to see before we you know, move forward. So yeah, we'll just 
you know, throw a parking lot in. I'd like to see a bit of a long-term vision for that space. Sure. <clears throat> Would we hire a landscape designer to do that? I think, uh, you know, I think Carl and the okay. team can do that. I mean, it's not something, it's something that's within our wheelhouse. All right. Okay. I don't think Carl's here, but I'm sure he'd love to do it. <laughs> 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 well, he's not here, so now's the time to elect it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Carl's already put some, uh, at least the parking lot on a map for me because we did pricing mm -hmm. uh, when we went after the state grant last year, the year before, or even this year because it was part of our package. So that map already exists. It's just taking a, a look beyond that. Right. Right, and and if that fits, and again, landscaping and any other kind of gateway uh, vision we've got under goal four. I mean, if you've got, I, I would say as as far as things this way, um, if you want to think about things, um, the trees on yep. the driveway. That's what I was are, thinking about. Are probably in the not too distant future going to. I mean, over. there's <laughs> and what replaces that, and, yep. and then yeah, just kind of, and even just if you look through here, we've got this fence that you know juts out in here, and I don't know if it does anything. If it doesn't, you know. it really doesn't do anything anymore. There has been some commentary over the last couple of years about relocating, especially a lot of this end of the fence, mm -hmm. and just having kind of a straight line where the buildings are. Mm -hmm. Just a realignment. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's. That's a good point. There's that. Um, yeah. And again, that opens it up. We're getting back into the goal four, you know, as far as green space, park space, if you really wanted to invite, you know, more of the community in, that, you know, is where your bike paths and, and some of your landscaping uh, create that invitation. So. So, right. Sure. We'll keep talking. Okay, anything else on budget? Um, if not, one of the two events. Winding down the year for events. So we've got one more autocross event uh, coming up in no, next, week. next week. Yes. No. That's August. Yeah. Oh, August. Did it already happen? I think that one should have been deleted. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had the pancake breakfast. Yeah, we did have the pancake breakfast. That went pretty well. I, I thought it was a little, given the conditions, I thought it was lightly attended, but uh, you know, moderately successful. Um, um, yeah, well, it, traffic was great, pretty light. it was not a great day to fly, if I remember right. It was pretty overcast. The day wasn't too bad, but then right about 1030, we had some really dark clouds roll mm -hmm. through that, that scared everybody away. Mm -hmm. Like if you came, if you, if you were still here in, in an airplane at like 1030, you took off and I think everybody, <laughs> everybody did. Because um, we had some, yeah, we had a really dark just yeah shelf come through and um, but all in all as far as the the walkthrough traffic the people that typically are involved um they seem pretty pleased with the turnout so i mean i'm not gonna argue with them if they're if they're happy then we're happy mm -hmm. um but yeah so that happened uh, we've got one more drive-in movie on the second and i know it's halloween themed but i forget what the movie is um and then that wraps How up. How has the attendance for those driving movies been going? They've been good. Um, they have still limited uh, the attendees because of the space, mm -hmm. but I think they usually do like 50 cars or so. Mm -hmm. um, and you're getting close to full? And yeah, it's, it's great. It's generally been full. Uh, so the ones I've seen, mm -hmm. I haven't seen all of them, but. 
<clears throat> All right. What's um, with the t-shirts? And, uh, oh, yeah, good question. They're selling uh, it. Matt and I came up to an agreement. We sold them to Jet Air for five bucks a shirt. And that's what they're selling them for. And that's what they're selling them for. They're real popular with pilots coming in. Nice. Oh, that's nice. a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so officially all of the shirts are now owned by Jet Air. Um, I took that check and deposited it earlier. Um, so now you can do the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Matt and I have talked about doing something different to do t-shirts in the future uh, with both the airport logo and Jet Air's logo and maybe mm -hmm. splitting the cost of everything and then mm -hmm. splitting the profits of everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not, but... Um, mm -hmm. <sighs> Well, and there are other things too. I mean, hats are a big deal. I, yeah. I go nuts for a good hat, mm -hmm. yeah. especially with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> the sun uh, in your eyes as you're flying into the sun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you can get those hats that don't have the beanie on exactly. top, exactly, yeah. because that's when you're flying Cessnas. Oh, that's like the pilot version of stepping on a Lego. And that is actually <laughs> why I quit wearing it. I used to wear a baseball cap all the time mm -hmm. and when I started flying because of the headset. And mm -hmm. that's yeah. that button. Well, if you get an EAA hat or AOPA take our word for it yeah. now you guys uh, need to show us <laughs> you not take your word for it a little centimeter white butt smashing into your scalp for hours <laughs> um fbo flight training is matt gonna um i matt is not here uh, naturally he is he is actually over in galesburg at the steerman fly-in okay um the big news uh, beyond the steerman fly-in is is as mentioned in an email uh his second child was born mm -hmm. uh, everybody yeah. is all nice and healthy um i did have and i can't seem to locate them a printout of the there we go yeah. Too many piles again. Okay. Uh, as is custom, that is the uh, kind of the maintenance report that Jet Air typically does. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to hand you one of those back or wait till you get around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, as far as work, there's a little bit of uh, tree trimming, weed clearing, stuff like that, just getting a little bit more things cleaned up. Uh, I know they did a lot of work out front here, just getting ready for the Pangate breakfast and uh, making sure our parking focus uh, was and anything else was filled in. Um, the gate over here that my husband and I walked through was not supposed to be open. We went to look at stuff and, and the gate over here, it says... Walking gate closest to Canada, not latching. Yeah, we had a, um, okay. I just assumed yeah, supposed it was, to self close. Okay. Yeah. Well, we had a good time. We never took pictures. And, right. I, I just assumed it, sugar into gasoline tanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was because of some phones out there that people were around that they had just left it open to go in and out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
supposed to know the code. You're supposed to. Miles, we've seen the code on the other side of the door that you have to tap in to get it. It seems like it's always the same code at every airport. It's because it is. Yeah. If you're an aviation person, all airport codes are three things. One of three things. That's it. Yeah, outside of that, and then a uh, little bit of maintenance on the AC unit because when our last heat wave came uh, came through, a, a couple of units weren't really uh, kicking out cold air like they should have. But uh, uh, I don't have any flight training or, or uh, update news from that end. So and we're still going to like talk about simulator rates uh, first of next year. I believe that's plenty. We can talk about it any time, but I think you're right. We, we don't want to change the rates until that right. two years is up. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, on, are we up to member reports? Yeah, I think we'll jump into so, reports. If you haven't seen it, the poster is printed and hung on the door. Okay, so. good. Oh, good deal. For the flight simulator. Yeah. We did try to use command strips on it, and they didn't work. Yeah. That's why it's framed. So it's framed. It's really nice. Yeah. I noticed that the windows were open. I had, yeah, it, I had it printed, that. believe it or not, in Walgreens. Hmm. Only cost nice. me 17 bucks to have it printed. And then, <laughs> then I went down to the, the art supply place yeah, yeah. and got a foam yeah. board to mount it on. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's great. And Jet, was it Jet Air that, that framed it? Yeah. yeah. So. No, I appreciate having the blinds open on the room when mm -hmm. we're not using it. Yeah. That way people can yeah. really see in there. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I went and opened the blinds. Mm -hmm. And so far, no one else has shut them. Um, <laughs> and I guess if, if, if you're really embarrassed about how badly you're flying the simulator, you can shut them otherwise. Right. You know, why not leave them open? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Any other? But maybe put a sign behind the door, like open them before you leave. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. 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 That's a good idea. Um, went down to Kansas City, um, did end up going to the Kansas City Conference. Unfortunately, the rumors were true. The FAA people were prevented from being there. But overall, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I mean, it could have been better. Um, and just having that FaceTime with the FAA really, really is a, a big piece of that conference and, and not having that just that opportunity. Yeah. We even asked if we could go to their place because their building is literally like three blocks away from the hotel and the conference center. And they weren't allowing anybody into their buildings either. So, mm -hmm. um, but all in all, um, learned a couple new things, had some, uh, uh, helped Carl give his presentation on runway approaches and obstruction mitigation and that kind of process of, of doing work. Um, so that was that was a fun time. Um, Remind me, you said that um, that we budget to send you to that conference as well as a commission member each year, right? We we budget extra for two commission members for the conferences, just so we don't avoid the quorum issues. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if, if commission members want to go to I, I think those be, conferences, I think it'd be um, a good idea to cycle in commission members to go down with Mike yeah, to those. I think that would be a helpful exercise. Yeah, I agree. We can just cycle through the thing and get one commission member per get get them to go down once during their term. Mm -hmm. sure. If 
we're budgeting for it already. <laughs> it really is a great idea because then, then we can kind of see what goes on. My yeah. calendar is getting full with all these activities. <laughs> yeah, you might be the first one going. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always in September. Um, or after August, I'm sorry. Generally in August. Oh my. And then we have the spring aviation conference, which is the state level conference. Mm-hmm. Um, also similar, you get FaceTime with the state and the FAA. And, um, we are hosting it next spring at the graduate. So oh, it's here. Okay. Yeah. What, when is that? Uh, April 14, 15, and 16. Is there a for those conferences? There typically is. However, as the host, I think I can exercise some executive authority that <laughs> allows people to register. Okay, have name tag that says meeting plan. <laughs> <laughs> and how are we involved in that? I mean, are we? As we're, the we're, we're literally planning it. Okay. Um, when is it the, we? The, the you agenda, mean, well, I. Is that you. The royal <laughs> yeah, that, it, is, it is the royal we. I <laughs> am planning. Yes, we are not amused. Yeah, no, I mean, I've got, I've got a, the agenda of like eighty percent figured out, um, and, and the conference all has kind. Of, they all have their typical mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. so it's not, you know, it's not super hard to, especially at the state level, to plan. We plan that one. You have an evening activity for folks that show up early, and we do a a uh, airport association board meeting at that time. And you have the main day of the conference, and then you have like the morning after, where you have a couple of sessions so that everybody has to stay for the hotel room. Because <laughs> <laughs> hotels and conference centers make you have hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah. Any out of office or anything planned coming up? Or? Um, I will be in Ankeny next week for a quarterly board of directors meeting for the airports association. I think that's Thursday. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I do not have anything currently planned for uh, out of office. I still typically do take between Christmas and New Year's off. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's been my my vacation pattern, even though I don't really go anywhere. But uh, um, it seems to be a quiet time for everybody, so. All right. All right, well, that concludes our business, unless anyone else has something they want to bring up. Our next meeting is scheduled for October 14th. With that, do I have a motion to adjourn? I so move. I second. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Meeting adjourned. Mm-hmm.